And we are back. First off, I just got to say how was Florida Jazz? Because that's what we'll say our hiatus was from. Uh, Florida was great. I, it would have been better if the Colts would have won on Sunday night. It really pissed me off. It was uh, Monday. Okay, let's get it right. Uh, Monday night. I'm not, uh, <laughs> Didn't make you mad that, enough. That, that, you don't even know the day. It was Monday night. Uh, that day, I was thinking, though, going to Florida – I'm gonna watch Colts on Monday night. That was probably like a vibe. Night. Like that was a good time, I bet. Especially because we were smacking a... the whole time. <laughs> the funny thing was, is we were smacking dude, and like honestly, I was with a bunch of like I was in a house full of like 18 people, and we're all sitting there watching. And, like half the people I'm thinking, like, do they even watch football? Like yeah. and like what was dope was is I was like thinking that we had 18 people, there's gonna be at least a couple people just shitting on the Colts the whole time, like that kind of type of person. Yeah. Like everybody was actually pretty fucking hyped. I was just like, all right. Sitting there, fucking Colts getting clapped in the fourth quarter. So, yeah. Um, when we didn't get the coin toss in overtime, I turned it off. Like as soon as he said tails, <laughs> I turned it off because, bro, our defense wasn't stopping anything, and I knew they were gonna go right down the field and score a touchdown, which is exactly yeah. what they did. I didn't even watch I mean, it, bro. I was so mad, dude. The whole time, like I was sitting there and like, I honestly, me, uh, somewhere in the. At the house was saying like you know like you know how the Colts are like quit quit getting too hyped up. I'm sitting there like literally I'm saying this to him straight up. I'm like look, I was like we got this. I the whole time they're coming back. I was like we got this. We're we're good. We got this. We got this. We're good. We're good. And then fucking right. Like we even got a chance to we drove down the field, which is because when they took the lead or they might have tied it. I forget when we had the that ball again. I was like okay, we're probably gonna go three and out. All the momentum's on their side, but we were able to drive the entire field get into field goal range and and then i was like all right don't miss the field goal win it at the end let's get a big dub and then he misses it i know that was was we don't have to talk about it though like dude that literally like my mood the next day i was dude i was so fucking mad because we had it and we needed it like really bad and we were dominating and then our defense doesn't know how to close i guess Yeah, moving on from that game, I mean, we played good against the Texans. I hope so. It's a bad team. But we got a big one Sunday night. Another prime time. Prime time, baby. Buckner returns. Yep. Oh, I see why didn't practice today, I think. Uh, I saw Johnson, that one in the chat. Which I still think will be fine. I don't know. Um, Whoever doesn't know, it's like a little quad tweak he had. At the end of the game, he said he was fine. Frank Reich said he was fine. But then uh, I think on two, Monday or Tuesday, he was like, well, actually, uh, it might not be. The thing about the T.Y. status is really, if you look at the way the Colts play with him on the active raw, like playing, like it's so much different than when he's not on the field. So. Yeah, and it's really not like because he's out there getting 200 yards and four touchdowns. He can get like he did on Sunday, what he probably had like three or four catches, but one of them like was a massive play. One of them was the very first play of the game was a first down catch. Like, it's just his presence out there, man, and his leadership and just the way guys, like, somehow turn up when T.Y. is there. Like, it's such a good feeling as a fan. And then he gets the catch, and he's, like, banging on his chest. You can see him just getting so hyped. Dude, I get hyped in my living room when I watch him get hyped. I was standing on my bed when that happened. Just 100%. But can we talk about how how dominant Carson Wentz has been? Because I'm going to be honest, I didn't think it would – happen this fast or like be like this good i thought he'd have a couple picks here and there he'd kind of cost like he he hasn't costed a loss and he's playing extremely well yeah i i love the way he played against the texans obviously uh 
he didn't throw any tur like turnovers have been good. He was only eleven for twenty, but that's because we were absolutely clapping him. Um, I think the game that really impressed me the most was the Ravens game. Yeah, uh, same. That was pretty solid. I think I, I say this every time, but I think if we get JT going more. I, he had fifteen carries, which is more than enough for him to get some big runs. Uh, I just don't like the fifty yards that he had off of fifteen carries. I like to see a hundred yards every game. Yeah, I agree. And uh, just going off of the Texans game, the way the numbers are so skewed is because in the first the first half, JT had like we as a team had I think under twenty yards rushing, and we need to have that on one drive to be honest with you. But the first half was all Carson Wentz, and it was all chunk plays. So he only had twenty passes in the whole game, but he had like a stupid amount of yards. And then the whole second half was all runs, and even though those were big chunk plays, so I think he had like ten for one forty something or something like that. So like, it's just it's yeah, just crazy. One I was looking at for the Colts is is if you look at some other teams, I mean, I don't think they're as diverse as the Colts are. So for example, what I'm trying to say is is if you look at the receiving, for example, let's go to the Texans Texans game. Um, obviously Carson Wentz is throwing eleven passes here. His eleven passes are caught by one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different receivers. Yeah, um, that's very impressive that we're not relying on one person. I wish we had the person to rely on the whole time, but still. So let me let me throw this at you. Would you rather have that one person that gets it every time, or would you like to see passes go seven man deep and spreading the wealth, and everyone's capable of doing that? I like to see the one person because it's not one person, but like I like to see one person get a big chunk of it because. It shows that there's a dominant receiver, yeah. but if you're a team like the Colts, Michael Pittman is a dominant receiver. But if you're a team like the Colts and you don't have a whole lot of crazy talent on the line or on the edge of the line, like receivers and stuff, I love to see him spreading the ball and not trying to give. Like you can't get, you can't throw it to Ashton Doolin six times a game. You could throw it to Pittman six times a game. Campbell yeah. will get hurt if you throw it more than once. Because even our number one, our most. The, the receiver with the most receptions on Sunday was T.Y., and it was only four targets. So, like, well, it's just crazy. What's crazy is, is Zach Paschal with zero receptions. I know. I just, he had one target, too. I think I think uh, you need, like, a good com – I think the good combo of receivers is best, but I think you have to have that one go-to guy. Yeah, just, just as, like, an old reliable in the back pocket. He doesn't – yeah, and, like, that's always been T.Y., and they don't necessarily have to be – dominant obviously ty was dominant at some points in his career but you just have to know like when you get in a red zone you get in big plays like you got to have that one guy that like the other team knows like that you know there's a big chance they're going to him like you just gotta have that one reliable target that you know is going to be there so this might blow your yeah. mind uh for an example we'll just use the packers last game because they have Devonte adams they have the number one receiver in the game his targets were 18 the second highest on the, in the box score was valdez scantling with four so that tells you the difference between having a, an elite receiver, 18 targets. It's, it's well, that's insane. Another, that's another thing. If you're going to have that, like, they can do that because Devontae Adams, like, best receiver in the right. league right now. Whereas, you know, some teams, like the Colts, they can't. Obviously, they have a lot of good talent. But for, 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 for you to target one dude, like, 18 times, like, that means they're a top probably 10 receiver for the most part because that's just how much they're getting open to. I'm looking at the box score, and Aaron Rodgers has a has a target, one reception, negative four yards. I don't know how the hell that is a thing. But but I think another uh, big thing with Carson Wentz, to go back to that, is uh, he's finally, like, 
I don't know how many things to knock on here, but he's finally like healthy and he's getting a lot of practice time. He's not getting those do did not practice limited practices that he had all through training camp and through the preseason and to start the season. Like he's practicing and he's just building that that core relationship with his guys. And I think that's why he's just the last three games. He's just been incredible. It doesn't look weird for him to be in a culture uniform no more either. Yeah, and he's like he is dialing it up every game. It's not like okay, listen. He's obviously we're not people watching this. Like we're obviously a lot more biased than a lot of people, but it's just so good to see him finally, like, yeah. not get hurt, throwing passes. And he I mean, really wasn't obviously- bad to start the season when he was hurt, yeah. but he wasn't chucking the ball down the field every time. I also think these three this this stretch of three games. Uh, He's also been protected a lot better. Yep. I think these were like the first three games where I can actually say, like, if he played bad, I would like actually like probably put it on him. Yeah, hundred percent. Just get Quentin Nelson out of there now. Well, what's funny is like I talked about the relationship with the receivers, but I think that line is finally getting that into that relationship with him, and not even just him, but with each other because we're not. I mean, Braden Smith's finally going to be back this week. I think Nelson is as is as well. I don't think he practiced today, but Braden Smith did. Um, and I think I got to look at it back up real quick, but uh, Chris Reed has been doing a lot. Um, the last, like you said, the three games of protection has been way better than the start. I don't know like the, the hits numbers, but I know like through the first like three or four games, he got hit number one in the league. And I don't, I would imagine it's gone down. He's still taking some hits, but uh, not as much. I just but, think it shows you like, like you can see what he can do when he gets time. And those first, you know, three, four games, he wasn't getting time. And it helps that defenses are, granted, it's because of his his ability and his success, but defenses are aware of Jonathan Taylor. So I think at the beginning of that Texans game, they probably thought we were going to come out and run the ball hot like we were against the Ravens, and they bit on the play action. I think every one of our chunk plays in the first half um, was off play action. So, like, that's what they're, that's exactly what, like, Beginning of the season, that's what I was thinking. Like, that's exactly what the, the scheme needs to be. That's the perfect run, scenario for us. Run the ball until he gets less than four. Like, for example, run it. If he gets four yards, run it again. If he gets four yards, run it again. But, like, say he say you know he's been getting stuff. Maybe if he's not even getting stuff, just do the play action once every drive and then just get him. And, like, it's going to work. It shows that it works. The, tech, or the Titans did it. Um, I'm not really sure why their passing game hasn't been good as – it was. I mean, it don't matter because Derrick Henry's just fucking carrying the team. But yeah, Julio Jones is. I think he got injured late in that Bills game. But uh, I mean, Corbin's been talking about it. Is Ryan Tannehill back to Dolphins action right now, or what? I I mean, I don't. He hasn't been playing what really well that season. I mean, he hasn't. Some of the games he hasn't played bad, but I think it's been a total dominance of Derrick Henry, and you kind of expect him to fill in the gaps, but some of these games he hasn't really kind of filled in the gaps, you know, when he needed to. Yeah, and he hasn't uh, had to play at, like, an elite level because of just Derrick Henry's right. insanity that, this year. And that's, like, fine. Like, if that's how your team's set up, then, and that's all you have to ask out your quarterback, like, that's fine. If they go in there and do their job, like, if Tannehill goes in there, throws one touchdown pass a game and doesn't turn the ball over and just does his job, like, you can't be mad at that. No. That, that's but it's when you do – yeah, but it's when you try to do too much and turn the ball over, which over the past few years, you show, like Ryan Tannehill showed that he can do more. I just think this year, I, I know Bailey's heard me say this too. I just think the Titans and the Colts are kind of the same boat. They've just both massively underperformed so far. Yeah. And that's why I think, as far as the Titans, I think that was a 
really obviously it's a really good win when you beat you know a team that most people think is number one in the league but i think that was just a really good confidence booster for them i i think uh, i think they definitely showed what they like uh, what they actually are as a team i mean yeah a couple weeks ago they lost to the jets so like well, you know is, it was getting rocky like, there if derrick henry gets hurt the titans are toast 100 percent yeah, and I don't. I don't know if that's true. Like, I don't. It I mean, I, like I said, I know Tannehill hasn't played the best this year, but the past, like, like when Tannehill was on the Dolphins, he was bad. But then, like, ever since he's got on the Titans, he's been a top ten quarterback in the league. Like, obviously, yeah. Bob, but like, that goes know, back to this whole discussion: is Derrick Henry's really never been injured, has he? So he's always had that in the back pocket. If Derrick Henry's out of the question, can Tannehill take the load? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I get that, but I don't know. I. I just don't think I don't think the Titans become a complete shitter if like Derrick Henry goes out. Like I still think they could be a playoff team if Derrick Henry got hurt. They definitely have the weapons to help Tannehill. Uh, talking about the Titans, this kind of ties into this. So the Colts are in this very important and kind of scary stretch of games. We have again we have the Niners on Sunday night road primetime game. Hopefully we can bounce back rather than how we finished in Baltimore. But then we're at home against. The Titans and the Titans. This coming up, we have the Chiefs. Who knows how that game is going to go? Um, but we play the Titans in two more weeks at home. If we lose, we're I think all playoff chances go to zero just because of the competition. No, 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 no. Wild card. I think we could still get in that, no, bro. We're what we. So it's seven teams now, man. Like yeah, but also we. If we lose to the Titans, let's say we beat the Niners. If we lose to the Titans, we're already at five losses. We have the Cardinals still, the Bills still, the Bucks still. That's eight losses. So if we get, if we get, to, I don't think we're gonna take every single. Even if we go nine and eight, bro. The way our think, defense is playing, like I'm not confident at all against Brady. Kyler Murray is looking unstoppable, and Josh Allen. I don't care what our offense does. You see the way our defense is playing. That's why it's kind of like chalking those games already. Um, but it, like, if we lose to the Titans at home, we're not gonna win the division because then they will because. Houston and Jacksonville are going to do anything. We have to hold the tie. We have to tie with with Tennessee. I don't know if that automatically makes it a W of the division title because I don't know how the tiebreaker would work like the next level of it. But that game is the biggest game of the season in two weeks. And honestly, next week is massive too against against the Niners. We can still make the wild card because I think as long as we can beat some of those other like contending teams – such as the Raiders in Week 16, I believe it is. Yeah. Um, if we win those games, we can do it. But obviously, being nine and eight, um, it's gonna be hard to get in. Would it uh, be? I don't think it's zero chance. You said zero. I don't think zero is the answer. So. Well, let's take a look at some of. The, let's see that some of the teams that we would imagine would be fighting for a wild card spot. Raiders probably. Um, if the Chiefs turn it around, then the Chargers won't have that division. So they. Might be depending on how the seating is. Bengals maybe, um, they already have a way better record than us. We're four and t- we're two and four. They're four and two. So like, I don't know. I don't think it's and we still have to win all those other games. Granted, we play like the the Patriots. That's an easy dub. We still have the Jags twice and Houston again. That should be three more. So like, I don't think it'd be zero, but it would be if we lose to the Titans in two weeks on Halloween. I. I'm gonna probably gonna be checked out of the season, to be honest with you, because there's just no playoff hope. And you know how we play against Titans at home? We usually steal one there, they steal one here. We weren't able to win in Nashville, so now we dude, that game's gonna be insane. What do you think, Horn? I mean it, it's just tough because 
like I said, I think the issue isn't the Colts like getting into the playoffs. I think the issue, like I, th- I still think they're capable of winning games. But if they only finish a game or two above five hundred, I think it's more the fact that obviously the AFC East, you only have the Bills. So they're they're probably, nobody else is going to make yeah. the playoffs in that division most likely. The AFC West, I mean, you got three teams that right now. I mean, I think the Bronco- Broncos might drop. Yeah. Uh, but as of right now, I mean, those are that's four teams that have playoff hopes. Yeah. Right. As of right now, if you go to AFC North, I think the Ravens are definitely going to make it. Bengals would have been a, or, such a crucial one if we beat the Ravens, dude. Like, that's what that's why I was so. That's what made me so mad is because we we just made it, everything so much more difficult with that loss. Yeah. But keep going. And that, Let's a- just keep keep going down the divisions. The the AFC North. Uh, I mean, you have the Ravens right now, five and one. I think we all, I mean, they're either going to win the division, even if they don't, they're 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 a playoff team. Yeah. Uh, Bengals are sitting at four and two. Uh, who knows how real that is? But as of right now, they are playing pretty good. And then the Browns and Steelers are both three and three. I'm not too high on the Steelers still, but the Browns, I mean, they've been haven't looked great. Obviously, Baker Mayfield's not playing. I'm sorry, yeah, or whatever day, tomorrow. And I know that. Probably. I know that was something we discussed before the season that the Browns would could be very. They were good. a big favorite for the whole Super Bowl, to be honest. Yeah, so but I, def- with- I, de- I definitely remember yeah. us just talking about like how like they could be a like a big like potential Super Bowl threat, but it was a lot of it was going to ride on how Baker played, and he has not uh, not played great. And to go on the Browns, they still have. They have the Steelers. They still have the Bengals. Two division games. Um, then it pretty much give me with Patriots and Lions. They play the Ravens on each side of a bye, and then the Packers. So I mean, but that's that's they also that's another wild card threat. They don't have Chubb playing or Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt's out three to six weeks. So they just I have think Chubb's gonna be out a game. They'll be back, but. Still, the, just like, like I said, you got the. I know there's seven teams, but you're gonna have four division winners. So even if you take one team out of each division, I mean, right now the AFC West could have. Three. They potentially have. Yeah, they they potentially have two more after the division winner. Same thing with the North. The I think it depends on how the uh, how the rest of the conference is shaken out, but I'm pretty sure you, you could. So seven teams, one, two, I don't three, know. Four. You could, yes. but. It would be extremely yeah, tough, but it, I, I don't know. It would be extremely hard because all Raiders, four of those Broncos, teams. Chiefs would all have to be better than every other team other than the division winners. Yeah. Uh, they all play each other twice. Right. So that so that all be like an 8-8 eight eight division, kind of. Yeah. That would just be and, super fun. Every team would damn near have to be 8-8. Eight eight. So that uh, – and we discussed it early in the season, before eight, the season nine, even no. started. When I saw that we played the Raiders late, I already knew – because they're usually a wild card contender. That that game to second to last game of the season in home against the Raiders, which is cool, is going to be massive. Let's look ahead just uh, to to end this whole Colts discussion. How do you think our defense will do this week with Jimmy G coming back? I think this is a very winnable game. I think this is this is two teams that are extremely similar. Jimmy G's not even they're not even like definite on him playing, I don't think. I think they are because now Trey Lanch is injured too. He's also questionable, but I think they've uh I think it's pretty I think they're pretty set. Okay, cause I, I saw on my fantasy thing today that it was like because I have him on my fantasy on one of my leagues and it said what was the last it said something about they weren't confident, but that might have been like last week. I don't know how the um like Corbin said, I think 
it's a very winnable game. I don't know, just being on the road primetime always gives it a little bit of favor to the home team. But um, I just hope we can get some turnovers because we have no signs of getting to the quarterback and stopping a quarterback from completing a pass. I mean, that look, you look at every quarterback, it's 70 80%. They're having career days, but then we'll get a timely turnover here and there. I think that's what helps so much against the Texans. I mean, three turnovers. We should have had like six, but three of them got called back. Also, too, I, I think it can be another like tune-up game because we all know Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo is not bad, but he's not he's not Lamar Jackson, he's not Matthew Stafford, he's not Russell Wilson, and they don't have George Kittle. Yeah, I just if if Wentz could keep his hot streak going, keep the off, offense kind of humming, I don't. I don't see why this isn't a win for the Colts. Um, to talk about a little bit about the Very Niners, much. they're coming off of a bye, so they've had two weeks to prepare for this defense. So that's why I'm even scareder. But um, you look at their last three games, even their last – oh, they beat the Eagles. So they've lost three straight. They played the Packers really close, should have won at the end. Um, played the Seahawks, had a divisional game, lost by a touchdown. I'm pretty sure that was, I think – uh, Russell Wilson played in that one, I'm pretty sure. And then they played the, the Cardinals fall before their bye, and they only lost by a touchdown. So they're playing really good teams well, but uh, that's why it's kind of hard to like predict so, how this game's going to go. From a, from a Colts standpoint, really this is what you need to do. Um, running back, they're kind of limited still. They're, I think they're running with Elijah Mitchell. Mitchell. Um, Kittle's out. Kittle is a really good receiver they have. Like I looked in some of their stats. Leading receiver in some of the games. Um, but the thing that you really need to take away, I feel like the only piece on their offense left that's really keeping them alive is Debo Samuel. And Debo Samuel is leading receiving yards on their team, I believe. Yeah. Um, just from look at these stats. Uh, if you take him away, I mean, realistically, there's no like who else they gave you gave the ball to? They have Ayuk playing, but he's getting one reception like every week. So I mean, I don't know. <laughs> he had eight receptions, 156 yards against the Seahawks, and two touchdowns. Um, against the Cardinals, he had three, he had three catches, 58 yards, and the only other person with three catches was their fullback. So, I just I just think we need to see from the Colts' defense. We need to see a pass rush. I think I that's just, their I biggest flaw I was waiting to get right my now. chance to say it, 100%. Literally the last, the dead last 30-second team in uh, pressures this year, which is... I think that's what... I don't think our secondary is amazing by any means, but we have some good pieces, but it's... It gets made like it looks a lot worse when you know quarterbacks get five seconds to throw back there. Yeah, it's hard to We're cover for that. Disrupting long. absolutely nothing. We're making quarterbacks not uncomfortable at all. We're just we're making it the only way too easy anything. for him. Yeah, hundred percent. He uh, that just shows you how good he is too because he's. I mean, teams have to go into these games going look. They don't have any pass rush like these guys are easy to block or whatever. Yeah. So we're just going to double, triple team DeForest Buckner, and he gets double, triple teamed and still gets pressure. So I just think that's a testament to him that he's the only one getting pressured, and he's the one getting most of the acknowledged. Quiddy Pay is finally back off his hamstring injury. Played okay against the Texans. Didn't really uh, – he had that interception that was really close to not being a pick, but I think they gave it to him. Um, and then we have, like you said, DeForest Buckner, yeah, who, was, who was returning to the Niners. So shout out. He's uh, He said today that – it's a little personal, but he said it with a smile. So, like, of course it's going to be personal. The team you get drafted to trades you away, um, and you're coming back to the city. So I expect him to have a massive game. I know a lot of 49ers fans still love the Buckner. Hey, Jesus. 
I'm saying one, maybe two, maybe a strip sack. That'd be sick. Can we talk? Can we talk about Darius Leonard real quick? Dude is a menace. Tied with digs for turnovers. Turnovers. Quietly, too. No one's talking about Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard isn't even at 100%. And somehow, every game, he has his hands on a football. So it's like one of those. It's like one of those things where the defense is so bad. And that's that's why he doesn't get talked about. Yeah, and we have a bad it's record. Like, so like, it's like the NBA. I mean, you like, there's really good players on bad teams, but they don't get talked about because they're on bad teams. Right. So to wrap that up in a bow, a massive game coming up. I mean, every game's so gigantic because of the slow start we had. We don't have really have room for error. But um, prime time Sunday night football. The whole world's gonna be watching. The whole world watched us choke against Baltimore, so they already think we suck. But I think our offense is humming and uh, get a little pass rush, and I think we come out victorious going into uh, the Titans game. Yep. I agree with you, Bay One. So let's do – we're six games in, six weeks into the season. Um, let's take a look at the standings, kind of go through who's smacking, who's not. I got you with the standings, boy. What do we got? One undefeated team who everyone predicted coming into the season. The Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals. Is there stopping this team? Are they going to ride this all the way? They'll get stopped somehow. I'm not mean, saying they'll beat. go undefeated, but are they going to stay this hot? I don't know who can beat them, dude. I really. It's possible. Let me see something. I want to see the Cardinals versus Cowboys. Does that happen this year? That'd be sick. I think for some reason I have a good feeling like, yep, it happens January 2nd, right before playoffs. Um, Let's go. For some reason, I feel like the Cowboys will beat them. I don't know. I just kind of like their defense. I think I like their uh, defensive backs, but they have. Uh... I think that's what was kind of. I just I was gonna say I think what's kind of been surprising for the Cardinals is just how well their defense has been. I think everybody right. knew their offense was gonna hum yeah. like it has. Yeah, been. they're playing the Texans. Holy shit! I think I picked the Texans Most to score the least. Scored right there. I think I picked the Texans to <laughs> score the least this week. I'm trying to look at their matchups here. They they got some easy matchups, really. Texans, I uh, play Packers. 49ers, really, I don't I don't consider them a good team right now. Um, that's completely that's just a divisional insane. game. You know how that goes. Yep, uh, they play the Panthers, Seahawks. Depending on Russell Wilson's playing, they got the Bears. I mean, they got the Rams again, Lions. And they got the Rams that, at home. They stole the one in L.A. So now they got the Rams in Phoenix. So they're gonna be. They play the Colts on Christmas, dude. Oh my. Gosh, that's going to be a crazy day. Yep. That's going to be the best Christmas of all time, dude. If we win. I know. It'll be better than Christmas NBA. Dude, horse in the backfield, bro. <laughs> so there's one undefeated team with the Cardinals. So then we have one, two, three, four, five one-loss teams. The Ravens, the Cowboys, Packers, Rams, and the Bucks. Pretty... I mean, we all kind of expected these teams to do this good. Going into the season, I'd definitely put the Chiefs as to be up here as a, as a zero to one loss team through six weeks. But my most surprising in that um, is the Cowboys. I knew they would do really good, but they're looking nice ever since they lost to start the season. Dude, our Cowboys are your Super Bowl prediction. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're, they're, I they're said this Bills good. Versus Rams. Yeah. I, I think I did Cowboys Colts. I, I wasn't obviously serious on the Colts, Yikes. but uh, I don't know about the AFC, but the NFC, I'm so sticking with the Cowboys to come out of. I like that. I like that. I don't think if the Cowboys can beat the Rams or the Cardinals that game, that'd be a nice one. 
Yeah, for sure. Especially that's the end of the year going into the playoffs. That'd be massive because they're going to run Cardinals, away with the division because everyone else sucks. Yeah. NFC's uh, playoffs are going to be nuts. Between yeah. Cowboys stay hot, Cardinals stay hot, Rams stay hot, Tampa Bay Bucks, stays hot. Right. <laughs> I wanted Packers. This? So there was uh so those are like the hot teams, and then we have the mid pack teams, and specifically some of the ones I want to talk about are the Broncos and the Panthers. They started. They both started three and zero. They were all so hot, and then now they've lost three straight. Um, c- came down to earth a little bit. Uh, Corbin, what I think is funny is that day we were arguing with Kagan on Twitter. The Panthers haven't won since mm-hmm. then, so that's pretty hilarious. Um, uh, and they have a super easy schedule to close the season, so I think they'll be fine. Um, but they, they're in the Bucks division, so I don't think they'll win the division. But the Broncos have come back down to earth for sure. And Because uh, I remember and the, 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 Ra- the Raiders were there too, but they lost two straight before picking up a dub last week. If you want to hear something wild, okay, so the the Chargers are the number one in AFC West. They're four and two. Um, their points for like you know how the points for points yeah. against thing works. It's they have more points against than points for at four and two. They're one one forty eight to one fifty. That's kind of wild, I think. It just shows you how close status. their games have been. I know, like considering the Bills are four and two, and their points for is two hundred and three. <laughs> And 98 points again. Like, come on. Yeah, they have a 105-point difference between their opponent, which, I mean, you shut out two teams, that's what's going to do it. I mean, one game can really make the huge difference on that, but still, like, showing that much of a difference shows. I mean, what they when they shut out the Miami, they had 30-something, and when they shut out Houston, I think it was, they had, like, 40-something. So, I mean, this yeah. is going to cause a separation alone right there. Yep. But the Bills have been pretty dominant. Um before the Cardinals game, like Corbin said, everyone had them number one in the league, um, just because they lost or not the, the tit- Titans, Titans. Um, they had them number one at the league, um, but I still think they'll be fine. They have again, they have a cake schedule. I don't see them losing another game to end the season. Who the Bills? And that's including when they play us. We could play them well, but I just don't know with our defense. Um, but they yep. could literally win out this year, no problem. I think they're favored in every the rest of their games. Which that's a very annoying day when Twig we have to deal with to end the year, but oh, is what it is. I don't know though. I think I don't think anybody really expected them to lose to the Titans the way they were humming. So I don't. It's hard to win out. I mean, every football game's tough. I mean, yeah. they're both I mean, teams. Their their big. biggest opponent to close the season is the Bucks in mid December. So like, I mean, they have the Falcons, the Panthers, and the I Patriots, think, the Saints, yeah. Dolphins again. Yeah, I think, dude, I'm looking at. I think, Go ahead. I think the Titans kind of laid out a good blueprint of beating the Bills. The Bills can't score in the and red zone. It, That's their biggest thing. It's on the defensive side. The Bills are going to get theirs. You just well, I was just going to say like that. You Bills are going to get theirs. You just got to got to hold them to three yeah. as much as you can. Yeah. Bend but don't break. Yep. And I think that, like you said, the red zone offense really came back to bite with me. Which, I mean, that's a problem with a lot of teams, but. We know it with the Colts, man. Especially the Colts. Yep. Jesse, what were you going to say? You got to get touchdowns. I was going to say, I was looking at, this is kind of random, but the Washington football team, I saw they were 2-4, and I was pretty high on them this year. Looking at their schedule coming up, excluding the Panthers, their schedule looks freaking tough. Packers, Broncos, I mean, I guess Broncos, Buccaneers, Panthers, you got Raiders, Seahawks, Cowboys. Wow. Now, if that, I mean, like, the Seahawks, Panthers, and Broncos are kind of weak, but still... Considering that they're if they're fully healthy with the Seahawks, they're a pretty nasty team. Yeah, um, that is a rough schedule. 
ton of three and three teams. Uh, the Browns haven't been looking as hot. They're going through some injury troubles. Baker Mayfield, people aren't high on Baker Mayfield. Um, I don't really care enough about the Browns to even worry about Baker, but a lot of things that I hear are just a lot of Baker slander. I don't know if you guys have an opinion on it. Yeah, um... I was hoping for. I like Baker. I was I was hoping for another step. He took a good step last year in the right direction, and but this year has been uh, been a disappointment so far. You guys think the Packers make a Super Bowl run? I mean, they're another team no we signs. didn't list on the NFC. Yeah, they're showing no signs of slowing down. I mean, they started that that week one with Aaron Rodgers throwing three passing yards, and they've won five straight, and it really hasn't this been is, that close. I think if the Packers end with a really good regular season, they can definitely do it because listen to the teams they play. They play, um, ex- except for this week we got Washington, they play Cardinals, Chiefs, Seahawks, Vikings, Rams, and then wow. get a get a bye week with the Bears and then play the Ravens, Browns. I mean, that can go so one of can, two ways. I know that's what I was saying. Like, if they got the pat or got the Cardinals, that'd be a great game. It's Thursday night football before thing or for Halloween, that'd be a great game. It's gonna be a banger. Yeah, and they got the Chiefs after that. Um, I still think the Chiefs are a really good team. I think they're still gonna go to the championship. I think they'll turn around. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna go to the Super Bowl. I think the Bills will beat them or something like. Someone's gonna beat them in the championship, but. They need if they can beat the Cardinals and Rams, dude. Oh my good, they will be on top. I think the Chiefs' biggest problem is I don't think they're going to have that home field cushion again through the playoffs. They're not going to be a number one seed. Um, I think they just started yep. too slow. Unless they can turn it around, I don't know their schedule. If you could pull it up, what's their what schedule is, looking like? Chiefs' schedule is looking like they play Titans. They play the Giants after that, but then they got Packers, Raiders, Cowboys. Broncos, then Raiders, then Chargers. Yeah, they have the Chargers in there again. They ha- they uh, they had to like, go into LA too. Chargers stole one in Kansas City, so they got to go win on the road. They don't have a lot of only automatic one game they got left is really the Giants. Yeah, maybe Steelers. Which those are great teams, and look at those quarterbacks. And their biggest problem has been their defense. So I don't know. The Chiefs can yeah. literally be a wild card team. Probably, yeah, they might be a wild card team. I hope not, so the Colts can get in, but. I wish they played the Colts. Imagine we play him in the wild card somehow. Oh man, we're taking that one. We're getting torched. Nah, no, no, no. Wince is carving up that D, hundred percent. Um, so we talked about a little bit about the mid pack, the middle of the pack. Um, a bunch of two win teams, unfortunately, were in that discussion: the Colts, Patriots, Eagles, Seahawks are going through a lot of troubles. Um, both Carson and Wilson are out. I think Wilson at least through week ten. And then we have the one win teams: the Jets the Texans, the Jags, two AFC South teams, and then the Dolphins. Um, like you said earlier, the Washington football team, they haven't been as hot as we thought coming in. I don't know much about their problems. I don't think their defense has lived up to what we thought. Yeah, I think one problem is is Chase Young has been noticed to be excluded from the game. He's getting double teamed. Yeah. Uh, Chase Young can't do anything. Uh, Damn, that was, that was – you ripped him apart, but you're not, you're not wrong. I have him on my fantasy team. It's not because he's bad. It's because it's like... I James knew it. I knew you had him on your fantasy because that's how you said it. But then again, I was like, you have fantasy players. Like, is that a certain league you're in? In one of my leagues, you can have, like, you get you pick one defensive lineman, one linebacker, and one DB. Well, that's actually kind of sick. I've kept one Chase... I've kept Chase Young the whole time because I'm just so scared to get rid of him and him just pop off. Yeah. But uh, J.J. Watt, same thing kind of happened to him later on with the Texans. But I still got hope in Chase Young. Okay. And then we there's one winless team, 
Good old Detroit Lions, Motor City, Dan Wait, the Campbell. Lions are not zero oh, and six, baby. Really, I didn't even know that. I thought they won at least one. They, they should have won against the Vikings, and then Kirk Cousins led a little game-winning drive to end the game. So Kirk Cousins, nice. I'll tell you that. This is like I watched him mic'd up that week. That was that was incredible to watch. Their points for damn. 109-172. It's not as bad as the Texans, I wouldn't think. Uh, yeah, they're an 80-point difference. Yeah. Texas only scored 92 points this year. That's Actually, Jets have only scored 67, Jesus. All right. So, while we're talking about the bad teams, which teams do you see kind of under 500? Let's do under 500. Which of these teams have the best chance to turn it around? Colt. I think the Colts, yeah, we'll throw them in there. Well, so let's also exclude them because it's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, I feel like um, technically, 49ers, Seahawks are under. I think when does Russell Wilson come back? Because if Russell Wilson comes back, they said at least he's on IR, so that's three weeks. I think I heard something about I don't know if it was week ten or like after week ten they see him starting to come back. That'd be some shit. Him get come back, lead it to the playoffs, and like it might be too late. I don't know though. Geno Smith has not played. Geno Smith's I mean, been pretty solid. Yeah, like I know he's lost two games, but I mean, let's be honest. The first game he had him in winning position, and then even against the Steelers, yeah, uh, they had a chance to win. It was a. Comment was hot. I forget who they played that first week when. Oh, it was the Rams. Geno Smith came in and was dominating. To me, yeah, he was playing against really the well. Rams defense. Yeah. So I, I still like the Seahawks. Could I think they might be too late for him because of their division, but. I was going to say, I still kind of like the Patriots a little bit because I think the way – I don't know. I don't think they're going to come out and be like a 12-4, and 12-5 and five or whatever you need. Yeah. But, like, they do have a tough schedule. They play – like, they only lost by Cowboys in overtime. They got the Jets, Chargers, Panthers. Uh, they play the Falcons again. But then they play the Titans and Bills twice. So They haven't played but, the Bills yet. Hey, yeah, if they uh, want the division, sweep the Bills. A weird – I don't know. I'll be crazy be if they beat wild. the Bills twice. But the like about the Patriots is is their defense. I they did allow thirty five points in the last game, but I think their defense is pretty solid, considerably. Like watching the Tom Brady play against them. Um, but also the Patriots are zero and four at home. It's they're two and zero in away. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's weird. And we've been talking about it all episode. The points for and the points against. They're only minus two at one twenty seven, one twenty five. So I mean they're they're right there in a lot of these games. Yeah, and I I think I was so wrong with the whole Mac Jones prediction. Let's go, baby! It took six but, weeks and we got yeah, it, it out of him. I think let's I was go. Wrong. I don't know. Uh, I think I, this is what I'm thinking. Okay, I think any quarterback under Belichick can do it. That's that's my thing. I, I mean, I just think I Mac know. Jones. Everyone was so hard on him for no reason. Yeah, he was an Alabama quarterback. If you watch his film in Alabama, it was like. I didn't think that would work in the NFL. His shit, he was just, he gets rid of the ball quick and stuff like that. He's not really making plays, but I guess Welcome to New England. You're getting play. rid of the ball quick, baby. Yeah, that and I think, the thing, I think Zach Wilson isn't like, I guess you could say matured for the he's NFL. In, he's on the Jets. That's what we said before, when he, the second he was drafted. Yeah. Look at Sam Darnold. Do you see the, I saw a TikTok about, uh, Sam Darnold? Why I forget? Why I forget his name? The dude we were just talking about. <laughs> Mac Jones? Mac Jones. I couldn't think of his name. <laughs> I couldn't think for a second either. Say, I don't know what you're referring to. I, I wanted to say Mac Wilson, but I was like, that's not his fucking name. Mac Jones. Uh, Mac Truck. I saw a TikTok where, I don't know, like, so Diggs intercepted him or some shit. Yeah. And then 
Like, literally the next time he gets the ball, the next play, it's like a touchdown. Go right over Diggs. Yeah, that's what I t- – like, That that's got to show you something about Mac Jones because he had that extremely crucial – it was a pick six for the Cowboys to take the lead. The next – I don't know if it was the next pass. It might have been, like, the next at least, at least couple plays. A bomb – Right, attacking the defense, seventy-something yard touchdown. We took the lead back. But specifically, him too. That yeah. Think. So that is that shows that's a rookie quarterback going through something like that. That is that shows you Mac Jones' potential. I think in that he wasn't scared of the moment. Yeah, I think I think the the reason why Zach Wilson hasn't had the amount of for once the Jets. Um, two, I think the way the Patriots are building around Mac Jones and using Mac Jones' skill set to the offense is superior to the Jets trying to build Zach Wilson to the offense. Like yeah. with a defensive I, minded head coach. Yeah. I think Zach Wilson specifically needs a offense that one, you you need a running back for any type of offense for one. It certainly um, helps. I think Zach Wilson is a type of just quarterback to be able to bomb it or just throw out to the flats. I think he's kind of, I want to say he's similar to like, I don't know. His, his play type's kind of weird. I want to say he's almost like Kyler, but he can't throw as far as Kyler, I wouldn't think. But um, I just like the way he plays. The way he plays, it looks smooth. Yeah. I just don't think he'll ever get to that potential in New York. Yep. All right, Corbin, I don't know if you have the standings pulled up, but just to wrap this conversation up, what what team do you think that – I think I mean, we can throw the Chiefs in there too. They're a 500 team um, and maybe the Browns. But what team do you think that's – Kind of been bad, five hundred or below. That could still turn it around so far. I was, I was gonna say the Browns. Uh, I just think they need better play from Baker. I think that's literally like yeah. the one thing they're kind of missing right now. Maybe the Steelers. I mean, that's a also in the Browns division. No, no. I don't know. I still <laughs> Big Ben. Hey, and that's I think, I, th- I, think I, bo- I got it out of both Cameron and John that Big Ben is washed. And remember yeah. them coming into the season. Took six weeks. Get, who the Lions play? Let's look at this. Who the Lions fucking play? It's just a shame for the Steelers because that defense is a Super Bowl caliber defense. I like know. by far. Yeah. And it could very well be wasted this year again. Who do the Lions have? They got the Rams. Uh, they do put the Eagles in the LA. Steelers. They got the Browns this season. They got the fucking Cardinals. They got the Packers. Okay, so so playing. which 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 of these teams can they beat? You think they'll go winless, or you think they'll get one? The Lions are one hundred percent. That Eagles know. game is going to be interesting. It's a home game. Nah, I don't know. I think I like the game against the Bears for them. That's also home. That's a divisional rivalry. That's that. That's Thanksgiving. That's a Thanksgiving's game. Let's go. This is what I'm saying. I always say something like this. Lions are gonna end. Lions are one of those teams. Actually, it might even be the fucking Lions, Texans, whatever. The teams that suck, they're gonna beat a team that they're not expected to be at all, and that's gonna be their win this season. Like, what's so, gonna happen? So they're gonna go into LA next week and win against the Rams. You heard it here first. <laughs> uh, not that. I'm, I'm, I'm predicting their wins will be against like the Seahawks or maybe even the Browns, maybe the Steelers. I think they can beat the Steelers. Okay. Those are pretty valid. I think I that Thanksgiving game. Why are we going to have a winless team on Thanksgiving? Like, let's go. I know it's a tradition with that division and especially the Lions and the Bears. Tradition. We don't want that on Thanksgiving. That's always the yeah, first game, too, while we're all eating. Got to see those. I, I see those 
throwback uniform, silver helmet boys, oh no God. logo. I smell the turkey, the stuffing. I, it all goes together, I guess. Jesus. Even if even if they're winless, and Motor City Dan Campbell's out there crying on the sidelines because his team can't win the game. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nothing better than turkey and winless Lions football. <laughs> we're, wait, we're talking about people's schedules being easy. I was just realizing something. The Rams play Lions, Texans two in a row, so I want to see their schedule real quick. They play Lions, Texans. I guess they play Titans. Never mind. It looks pretty rough after that. The yeah, roughest the schedule that I've seen so far that we, we've even talked about is that Packers schedule. That is actually wild, what they have. Yeah, it's tough. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's go on to our last topic here. We can do we our have, picks, too. Or? I know, yeah. We can end it with that, too. I was thinking of that. Um, there's a battle going on in Los Angeles which not a lot of people probably expected. I don't think we expected the Chargers to be this good, especially with the Chiefs being so bad. Um, yeah. Between the Chargers and the Rams, one, they're in each division, and the Super Bowl's in L.A. this year. So my first question, are we going to get the Chargers versus the Rams in L.A. this year in the Super Bowl? Is that possible? It's popsicle. I think it's possible. It's not. No, it's not going to happen. Uh, so which team has a le- least likely chance going there? Chargers? There no. I mean, I would. I'd rather have Justin Herbert over Matthew Stafford. Nah, bro, don't even say that. Matthew Stafford deserves a fucking ring, dude. No, but I would. That's a hundred percent fair. Oh, we're not saying, I, yeah. I would take we're Herbert as that. my quarterback over Matthew Stafford any day. Oh, I thought you were saying like up Herb. until the Ravens game, Herbert was probably top two or three for MVP. Hundred percent. And he finds ways yeah. to win. Like we talked about earlier, how close their points were. A lot of their games this year have been. Um, like game-winning drives, winning drives late. I think the Cowboys game, they had two touchdowns called back, so they really should have beat the Cowboys. Um, yeah. But who? which one do you think will finish with a better seed in their conference? I don't know. I think Chargers... Ugh, see, they're Chargers both at, I think the Rams have lost one and the Chargers have lost two. I think a lot of it's going to depend on the Chiefs. Uh, yeah. Chiefs and probably Card- Chiefs and Cardinals are going to play a big factor in both and of like those And like I teams. said earlier, the Chargers already won in Kansas City, so their next game against them, they're going to have at home, which that's such a luxury to have. I think it's literally just the opposite for both divisions. It's, it's, it's will – can the Cardinals sustain uh, being this hot throughout the season? Yeah. And the, uh, and the complete opposite as far as the Chargers side is will KFC wake up? Yeah, or or not KFC. It said KFC. <laughs> I heard you say it. I didn't know if you had like a little like tie into that. I didn't know that was that's hilarious. That's the chicken. Bad, <laughs> Yo, Pacer starts tonight. Hope you guys watch game one. Let's get Miles it. Turner smothered chicken. Let's go. So Jason, you would uh seven normal Pacers time. Yeah. Um, which quarterback would you rather have right now start I thought, for your team? I thought you were talking about Super earlier, but yeah, Herbert definitely. Um. So if they were the same age, let's take age out of it. With their raw talent right now, would you rather have Stafford or Herbert? Hard telling, but I'd probably take honestly, honest to God, I'd probably take Stafford only because like he can break his arm and still play. I like that. He is tough. Because I mean, I don't know about Herbert. I don't know his toughness level. I mean, he's probably I'll pretty break tough. Break his arm, find out. Yeah. Uh, but Herbert, I think he has. He definitely has proven himself. Um, I just think what Stafford did with Megatron and not having anything else other than Megatron. I mean, he was getting 400 yards a game with the Lions. I think it was, 
prime time with receiver. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll agree, but, like, let's not Herbert, act like Justin, Justin Herbert didn't do a lot last year with not much. As a rookie. I mean, I know he had Keenan Allen, uh, Mike Williams, and Austin Eckler, but they still weren't projected to be very good. I mean, nobody was – I mean, he had one of the best rookie seasons of all time. Yeah. Just his touchdown to interception, I remember, was super crazy for a rookie. I think he had less than 10 picks and, like, 40-some yeah. touchdowns. And oh, then, right. I mean, on on top of that, like – they said this this year he's been an MVP. I mean, he probably still is an MVP conversation. One bad game doesn't knock you out of that. But yeah, other than that Ravens game, I mean, he's bald. Yeah, and Stafford has too. Don't get me wrong. You but. guys want to hear the uh, Chargers schedule? Yep. <coughs> Patriots, Eagles, Vikings, Steelers, Broncos, Bengals, Giants. And then they play the Chiefs. Then they play Texans. Then well, they play the Raiders set. and the Broncos. If they can beat those mediocre teams like the Broncos and Vikings, they're gonna they can win every game until the Chiefs. I mean, that will even be like. I mean, we're still talking about a top, th- probably three to four seed in the AFC, which is wild. I think Chargers could win out. I think I seriously think they're gonna go thirteen and four at worst. So pull up the Rams schedule one more time. So let's compare, because which I. <sighs> I don't know. I think the Rams will probably finish better, but... Wait, what? Compared to the Chargers? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what we're doing. I forgot. Um, I also think... I was just going to say, I just think, too, in the NFC, if we're just talking about seeds, NFC has a lot more... uh, It's going to be harder for the Rams, because I I think the Rams are a contender, too, but then, like, as far as contenders, we're still, like, NFC, we're talking about Green Bay, we're talking about... uh, Cardinals... Dallas. Cardinals, Tampa Bay, Dallas. And those Whereas are all going to be division winners. Yeah, which in the AFC, I think you're more – I don't think they have as many. I mean, you got the Bills, the Ravens are kind of showing it. But after that, we've kind of had a lot of a lot of letdowns everywhere yeah. else. Before we get into our picks, I want to look at something real quick on the sports book. Okay. Uh, so you can make bets on, like, uh, who's going to come out with, like, the divisions like that. And I want to see what it like. What are the odds for all of these teams that look like they're going to definitely win it, such as the Cowboys, um, Packers, and the Buccaneers? Because I think a Buccaneers got that one on lock. No one else is going to do anything. So does uh, Dallas. It's going to let me look at this. That'd be pretty dope. Where are you pulling this up at? What is it? Fanduel. Yeah, it's FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, you just, it's it's like you have to go really go into it to find the conference division winners. Here we go. Can you link that in the Discord? Yeah, yeah I'm gonna need that come November. <laughs> no, I'm gonna pull it up on the thing so the video can see it. Oh, I never mind. I have it. Oh, that was super oh to find. you're in Oregon though, right? I'm not. I'm not saying I'm betting. I'm putting it on so the, the video can see it. I just didn't I know if you could it. even look at it if you were in. No, nah, I, I can see it. I have it up. So, bills are negative eight hundred, negative eighteen hundred. Kind of ridiculous. Um, 
Colts are a plus 370, which means that they're pretty much, I don't know. It's a close one. I mean, Chiefs? look at the jump between the Colts and the Jags and Texans. <laughs> My God. God. Look at, okay, look at the AFC West division winners. That's a pretty close one. I, I The Kansas City Chiefs are still, I like the Chargers on this one. I think. Yeah. The, I don't. I like this. I like taking the Chargers. Now. I'm going to take them on this one. I'm making a bet right now. It's not a um, bad one. Cowboys are definitely winning that division, 100. percent Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know how much a negative 700 odds are going to help you out, but we're going to add it to the parlay. Uh, they actually give you some more odds on that. Uh, Packers negative 600. You got to take that one. Uh, Tampa Look at the Lions def- plus 70 thousand. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Seven, let's, let's add. Let's see how much a ten ten dollar parlay goes from if you added. Oh, I guess you can't add the fucking. Oh yeah, you can. So yeah, if you do the ten dollar parlay with that, it's a nineteen thousand dollar payout. Get out of here. It's not even that. Uh, like I thought it'd be more than that. Nineteen thousand dollars off a ten. That's a good point. Never mind. NFC South. <laughs> NFC South. Buccaneers on lock. Yeah. Uh, NFC West, I don't want to pick this one because it's kind of weird. But wait, let's see. So, the... so the NFC West is just as close as the AFC West. It was plus one fifteen to plus one forty. The NFC West is negative one forty and plus one sixty. So, yeah, the Cardinals are looking like heavy, like more favorites than the AFC West with the Chiefs. What does the Cardinals' schedules look like here? Yeah, they play Forty ers after the Packers. They play like Thursday before Halloween. Yeah, 49ers, Panthers, Seahawks, Bears. It's actually pretty easy right, right there. Panthers, yeah. Seahawks, Bears. Uh, they got the Rams again. Then they put the Lions, Colts, Cowboys. So wh- you're not going to add it to the parlay, but who would you choose to win that division, Cardinals or Rams? I might add – I want the Rams to do it because I picked them all the way through, but the Cardinals' schedule looks cake, bro. Yeah. Um, I can see the Cardinals losing a weird one. Honestly, that always happens, but – there's some number one see seeds odds. Number the, one seed The Ravens odds. are actually favored more than the Bills to get the number one seed in the AFC. That is weird. Dude, honestly, I can see the Chargers pull. Like, after looking at the Chargers schedule, dude, it is cake, bro. Yeah. I mean, Buffalo's is as well, though. We talked about that earlier. I can see them winning out. NFC, number one seed. Uh, I think Cardinals had this on lock. Huh. It's not showing us the conference for. I guess it did. So if you put a ten, if you put a four leg parlay with the Buccaneers winning division, Packers winning division, Cowboys winning division, then add the Chargers in that. Ten dollar parlay adds up to only twenty seven dollars. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Run it up, son. Right, Axel thought he was onto something. There. I know, right? <laughs> it's such a letdown. No, I it, I was thinking it was gonna be like pretty good because. I mean, honestly, this feel, this is like free money, I feel like, right here. Buccaneers, Packers, Cowboys is free. That's a free $17 come-up, son. Yeah. Chargers, I don't know. Let's, let's take the Chargers away. A, let's do – Put a grand on it. If you do Cowboys, Packers, and Buccaneers to win the division, that is a lock. That is like the lockest of locks, dude. Three-leg parlay for $100 is 55 So if you put $1,000 in this bitch, that's $555 you got for free. Okay, <laughs> let's go through our pickums to end the episode. Um, so this week, money mouth is I just want to give an update real quick. So Jackson, you helped me a lot by not picking last week, so I'm in second place. 
I've yeah, had, I picked only the one uh, four o'clock games. It's the only ones I picked. I've I've picked really well the last two weeks, so I'm pretty sure even if you did pick all of them, I'd still pass you because that's how confident I am. Um, but Corbin's <laughs> still sitting in first place. How many total points do you have? I don't have the standings up. I think like sixty-one or something. I was on it earlier today because I feel like big so let's Damn, go through bro, this week, Jax. Walk us through. All right, Denver at Cleveland. Cleveland is missing the key quarterback to this game, Baker Mayfield. They're missing the running backs, who's their, Nick Who's Chubb. their backup? Case Keenum. Case Keenum, buddy. Oh, shit. And you got Dearness Johnson playing running back, starting. He played in the A. Is it the AAF they had? Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he played. AFL? He's pretty good. Yeah, AFL, something like that. Um, I'm going Denver. Good. I'm going Denver as well. Tomorrow night, Mile High moves into Cleveland, and they're winning the game. All right. Corbin? I forgot. I'm, I'm going to go with Cleveland. Ooh, I, think, uh, I, th- I think, you know, with Baker Mayfield not playing so good, I think Case Keenum might be, a, you know, he might come out and do something. He's not He's not a pushover by any means. I mean, I know he's not great, but. I hate to bring the sports book into everything, but uh, <laughs> over under 41 and a half, because I think this is going to be a really low-scoring game, because – Browns have no – I mean, their offense can be limited because of the players. Broncos have a good defense. Browns also have a really good defense. So. Yeah. I'm going I think it's Denver. under 41? Nah, I'll go over. Over 41? Yeah. Okay. Next up, we have the football team in Green Bay. I'm pretty sure this is an easy lock on the Packers. Yep, we're going to probably clip this back and somehow Green Bay's going to lose. But, yeah, Packers – Kansas City in Nashville against the Titans. Oh, he's gonna say Packers. He's gonna say Packers. Packers. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Tennessee, Kansas City. I got Tennessee win this game because Kansas City's defense is trash right now. I also have Tennessee. I think that Bills game has shot them up. Just confidence. I think that's the win they needed. And uh, like I, like we said, the, the Kansas City, the Chiefs are struggling. Yep. Uh, Tennessee's gonna win that game. It's gonna be like a high-scoring game, probably both in the high thirties, maybe thirty. It's gonna be like a thirty to thirty-eight game or something like that. I got Kansas City. I, I think this is. I think. I think this is a chance because we need the Titans to lose. The, I think the Titans are on a high point right now, and you know sometimes that sets up for a big letdown. And uh, I think this is a big game for Kansas City. It's a playoff caliber team. I think it's. I hope it's a bounce. I think it's going to be a bounce back game for them. I mean, I know they lost last week, but Jeez. I think they're still. They still got to be disappointed after that Bills. We need Bills the game. Titans to lose again. We needed the Bills to beat them. It didn't happen. We need the Chiefs to beat the Titans. Next up, Atlanta at Miami. I'm going Falcons. Miami. I went Miami. Two all's gonna shred. Um, we got. I don't have any analysis for that game. I don't either. I'm just going Falcons. <laughs> the poor Falcons, man. We never. No, like the Falcons are just the most under the radar, just normal team in the NFL. You never hear anything about the Falcons ever. Yep. I wouldn't say normal. They've been. I don't know. Just, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, like, like steady, like just like I don't know, shit. We got oh, an AFC got East G- matchup. Jets and New England, and I just want to point this out again. I I believe the stat was that we had last time was Bill Bill Belichick has never lost to a rookie, rookie quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, Zach Wilson versus Mac Jones. We compared them to earlier in the episode. I'm going Patriots. 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 Let's go. Keep going, Jacks. 
Giants versus Carolina. Carolina, I got this one. Yeah, I think Carolina finally gets a dub after three straight losses. Yep. It's going to be the battle of uh, whoever bounces back. Sam Darnold from a not-so-good game and Matt, what's his name? Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. I almost said Matt Jones. Whatever. Daniel Jones, I think he threw three interceptions last week. Can Daniel Jones bounce back from being drafted? <laughs> Jesse, can you uh, scoot to your right? To my right more? Or at least turn your camera. You've drifted way left, even since we started. What are you talking? I'm like all the way to the left, like over here? Then you're left. Oh, my left. My bad. Here we go. It's different. There you go. Keep going. Okay. Pull these up again. We have we Cincinnati got... going into Baltimore, a big divisional game there. I'm going Ravens. Dude, honestly. This could go either way, though. I have Baltimore picks. I like Cincinnati coming out and winning this game because the one thing is, is Derek Carr beat him, okay? The one thing Derek Carr didn't have that game was a rushing game. Uh, Cincinnati's got Joe Mixon. I know that it's completely different because they're two different teams, but I think Cincinnati goes in the ball more and beats them because that's what Cincinnati does is they win games. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Corbin, what do you think? Uh, I made the mistake of picking Baltimore last or picking against Baltimore last week, so yeah, stick with the Ravens this week. Okay. Next. All right. Um, Cincinnati's defense might get torched, but I'm picking Cincinnati because I, I just think Baltimore's red hot right now. There's I gotta pick different ones than you guys so I can start catching up. I like that. Uh, Las Vegas versus Philly. Uh, I got Las Vegas in this one. I'm going Vegas just because they're home. Yep. I think this is uh, to me. This is a tough one because I feel like it Philly is, is kind of. I feel like Philly, like just as soon as you start thinking they're not that good, they surprise you and get kind of an unsuspecting win. Yeah. Um. That being said, I think I still think I'm gonna go with Vegas. I think I'm going to go Vegas, but I don't know. This one I might dwell on. Might change, but Vegas who knows? Yes, yeah. they beat the Broncos. They yeah, ended their two sure. games, kid. Because I was making sure they were doing good without Gruden. Yeah. Then we have the Lions at the Rams. I mean, Rams, 99% of baby. picks are Rams. I'm going Rams. Knowing that, the Detroit Lions will get their first win of the season. Against their Dude, hardest this opponent. Is, this is Detroit going against their ex-quarterback. Yeah. If only That's it was great. in uh, Detroit so Matthew Stafford could, could go home. Go in there and just fucking shred him. <laughs> Corbin, what do you got? All right, we got – go. I think I think you know. Okay. Okay, Detroit. He's going um, Lions, go, Cardinals, <laughs> Cardinals versus Houston. I think that this is a just – like – I. Kyler Murray might not even play a second half. Damn. They're going to rest him like fucking Curry? Might as well. I'm also going Cardinals. Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay versus Chicago. Got I'd Tampa say Bay. I, okay, I'm calling this right now. I feel like this is going to be a lot closer than what people think. But Tampa Bay is going to roll this one out because you can't bet against Brady. Yeah, I'm going Bucks. I think this is going to be a blowout. You can't bet against Brady, and you also can't bet on the Bears. Yep. <laughs> Boom, baby. San Fran versus Indianapolis. I'm going Indianapolis. I'm picking the Colts too, baby. Let's go. Let's go, baby. What you got, Corn? Got the Colts. 
the Monday night showdown, the Saints in Seattle. I'm going New Orleans. This is a very hard one to pick. I'm going New Orleans. Yeah, I think I'm stick with New Orleans. This was another tough one. I kind of went back and forth on. I gotta pick Seattle to be honest. Just because well, I kind of want to pick Seattle because they're the home team. I think Geno Smith can get it done against the Saints, but uh, I'm going Seattle. I changed it. I changed it. Damn. Okay, I'm going New Orleans. <laughs> one of us will be right. One of us will be wrong. Let's do the predict the scores. What do you think New Orleans at Seattle is going to be? Got New Orleans 27, Seattle 18. 21-17. 24-17. Kamara's going to have a big day. Indianapolis versus San Fran. 33-27 Colts. Okay, what you got? Uh, 24-17. If that's, the, have, if that's that kind of game, I'm going to be pissed. I have Indianapolis at 28 <laughs> points, and I have San Francisco at 21 points. 33-27. There will be no, a 30-point score in this game. Come on. I want, to, I want to pull something up right before we end this show. Actually, we got to do the – Is 33 a real score? That's a lot of field goals, I feel like. I don't like that one. <laughs> uh, who just scored That's a lot of field goals. 11, 11 field goals. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm no, wait, someone, someone last week scored 33 points, I think, or the week before. I can't remember, but it happened. I literally somehow know that. That just sounds weird. I don't know. I'm still sticking it. It'll happen. Colts versus 49ers. I'm going 34. Um, I believe the Colts clap 49ers every time they play, to be honest. <clears throat> Just from my Colts. Yeah, so last time they played, Colts won in overtime. The time before that, Colts beat them 27-7. They haven't lost to the 49ers since 2001, baby. Well, we just got jinxed. All right, so the <laughs> tiebreaker two, who will score the most points this week? Cardinals. Yeah, what's funny to me is I have Cardinals scoring the most and Houston scoring the fewest, and they play. So Rams are scoring the most points this week. Okay, fewest. Fewest. Everybody's got Houston. Yeah. Uh, I got Chicago. I I was just about to say it. I, I forgot who... Who played the Bucks? But no! whoever played the Bucks, that's a good. That's a good Dude, pick. You don't understand how bad. I don't. I don't think you understand how bad Chicago is. Da Bears. They got who's their what's their running back's name? For some reason, the running back's name keeps sticking in my head. Uh, well, Damian Williams was oh. supposed to play, but he had COVID, so now it's their third string. Can't think yeah, of his nut. It was like Hadman Fantasy. Said you can't think of his oh, nut. It was Herbert. It's Khalil Herbert. Justin Herbert. Oh, it's Justin <laughs> Herbert's cousin's sister's goldfish dad. 